0: What could you achieve if you believed you were protected by gods? Not the gods we recognise today in the western world, but the ancient gods. The ones dedicated to war. The ones who banished fear. The ones who understood and provided courage. Would you become godlike yourself? Or would you understand your role in passing this protection to others? It's the life of a limerick man which answers these questions for us. This is his story. In Basel, Switzerland, in 1705, a child was born. His name was Maximilian Ulysses Brown. Max was born into a family on the run. His father, Ulysses, had led the Brown clan away from their limerick home during the flight of the wild geese. ...as the great houses of Ireland fell under the Treaty of Limerick. Ulysses had led the Brown clan bravely against the foreign empire... ...seeking to consume Ireland into its imperialism. But as his son entered the world, he found himself... ...amongst the 16,000 Irish men and women exiled as refugees in France... The loss at the Battle of the Boyne and at Ockram had left irreversible scars on their souls. Ireland was lost to them forever, and so too were they to it. Ulysses understood. As his son Max was to grow up in a foreign land, he may lose sight of what generations of his family once stood for. He feared that educating his son in France may cause Max to see himself as a Celtic Gaul rather than Celtic Irish. As a result, although forbidden to do so as part of the treaty terms, Ulysses arranged that Max be educated and trained as a soldier of Ireland. He wished upon wishes that the sword his son may strike would be led by Neith, the Irish god of war. He wished that his courage would come from Lou, the goddess of courage. And he wished that Cú Chulainn would stand by his son in battle. Max was sent to Limerick, and here he learnt the way of the Celtic warrior. Whilst he was away, more and more Irish poured into France for sanctuary. During the 18th century, nearly 450,000 Irish men would pick up swords for the French army as the foreign English rule banished them from their home. Whilst he was away, his family used the growing powers of the Irish in France to gain an influence over the upper classes there. the Irish soldiers recognised the Brown clan for the great leaders they were and wished to fight amongst their ranks. This power began to spread throughout Europe as the stories of the Irish Jacobites spread and soon being known as the Irish Jacobite became a badge of tremendous honour and it gained a lot of respect. As a result. Max's uncle, George, was elected to the management of staff of an Austrian military academy based in Hungary. George sent word to Limerick seeking an update on his nephew's development as a soldier. The letter he received back highlighted that Max was not like the others. The hopes of his father were somewhat realised and he was identified as a natural-born soldier and leader. Max was smuggled out of Limerick and brought to Hungary to become a soldier in the school his uncle was a part of. Here he excelled he was no longer being taught by whoever was left over after the geese had flown from Ireland. He was being taught by the very best Irish and Austrian soldiers. He spent the next eight years here, perfecting his skills and knowledge of war. When he graduated, he met a woman called Maria von Martinitz, She was the daughter of the Austrian Viceroy of Sicily. At age 19, they married. By the time he graduated, his father was one of the key figures in the Austrian army, and his uncle George had left Austria to become one of the top officials under the Holy Army of Emperor Joseph II. As Max entered the army as a full-time soldier, it was instantly clear to all who met him that he was destined for glory. He often spoke of the Irish gods who stood with him in fights and how they led him to fear nothing. The only fear he carried was that one day he would not be able to defend his home as his father and countrymen were unable to do. His father died without realising his dream of one day returning to Limerick. As he died, Max gained his title as the Earl of Brown in the Jacobite peerage. It was somewhat strange for a foot soldier to have such a title at such an early age for his career, but it was a title he wore with great pride. Most of his early career was spent training, with the odd skirmish thrown in. It was during this time the old guard of the army either retired from their battle wounds or they passed away to the other side as his father had done. Fearful they might lose Max to a higher paying force the Austrian army quickly promoted him to colonel of an infantry regiment at the age of just 19. He was the youngest leader in their army. Not many argued with this promotion to this rank, and if there are any doubts of his ability to lead, they were quickly banished, as in 1734, Max led his men through the Austrian campaign in Italy. He received a wide range of honours for his role in each of the battles and wars. He was noted as being untouchable in the battlefield, but more importantly, a man of the people. By the end of the decade, Max had been promoted to Lieutenant Field Marshal and was placed in command of the Austrian forces in Silesia. Max was in command there in 1740 when the Prussian king, Frederick the Great, launched his conquest of the region as part of the War of Austrian Succession. Max led his men bravely, but they were no match for the might of the Prussian army who would surprise them with their attack. He was, however, able to rally his men and organise a sufficiently robust defence that held off the Prussians long enough at least to give his Empress time to mobilise her army and give Austria a fighting chance in the region, rather than being overrun immediately. Frederick the Great, the man who Napoleon stated was the greatest general of all time, was beaten and pushed back by the Limerick Man. Frederick's generals noted that Max had a very unusual sort of energy at battle. He had the ferocity of a wild tribal man, but the calm and strategic leadership of a king. Max served at the Austrian defeat at the Battle of Molwitz, where he was badly wounded. He saw the wound as a mark of honour. He saw that fighting with the wound would show his enemies he had no fears. From his time in Limerick, he learnt that to do anything other than aggression and war would lead to your feet. He would often tell his men to pray to the Irish gods to banish any fears and bring them courage. With his men, Max fought in many parts of Europe, east and west. He fought in Austria's wars against France, Spain and Italy. Four years later, he was fighting against the Turkish in Hungary, and the following year against the Prussians in Poland. He fought the French on the Duab of the Rhine, and in 1743, and against the Spanish and Italian a year later. In 1746 he drove both the French and the Spaniards from northern Italy and invaded southern France. The military historian, Major O'Cahill, another of the wild geese, wrote in Vienna in 1785. Max was tall and lean, accustomed to hardship and sharing the lot of his soldiers. He had a profound knowledge of men. He was a lovable companion, a staunch friend and practised his Catholic religion from his whole heart, saying his prayers in Irish. He loved the Austrian army and the men he commanded. Irish remained close to his first language, but remarkably, as a result of his father's influence and his early years in Ireland, when Max spoke English, he spoke with a thick limerick accent. Max was noted not only for loving the soldiers who fought under him, but having this as a two-way affection. He refused any pampering of authority and often slept and ate in the same conditions as his men. This again was a learning from his time in Limerick. No man was above any other, and he understood in order to achieve, they must suffer together. Max became commander-in-chief in Bohemia in 1751, and a field marshal two years later. He was in Bohemia when the Seven Years' War opened with Frederick's invasion of Saxony. Max's army, advancing to the relief of Prina, was met and after a hard struggle was defeated. When he saw his men were struggling, however, he refused to see them die as a result of his pride, and organised what is today recognised as one of the best retreats in war. They retreated back up the nearby mountains. Not only was Max one of the last to leave the battlefield, he then ran to the front of the group and led them through the snowy mountains. When they reached a safe point, Max collapsed in the deep snow from exhaustion. Not willing to see the man they respected die in the snow, his men spent the next few hours seeking a shelter for him and lighting their own clothes on fire in order to keep him warm. The following year, Max led his men into battle in Prague against the Prussians. As he led a bayonet charge against enemy lines, he made a very rare mistake and misjudged the trap set by the opposition he was stabbed and left bleeding on the floor. His men, who were heavily pushed back, ignored all other orders on the battlefield and set their sights on getting him to safety. As the blood drained from Max's wound, he watched with blurry eyes as his men, outnumbered, not only fought the Prussians away from where he lay, but they also managed to pull him to safety. The time it had taken him to recover him, however, was too long and the damage had already been done. Max was brought to the home of Prince Mansfield, another member of the Wild Geese, and his wife was sent for. Max clung to life long enough to see his wife one last time. After he died, a marble statue of the brave Celtic Irishman was erected in marble in Prague's Capuchin Church and it is under that statue where he lies today. Since 1888 the Austrian army has included the name Brown in their military ranks as a mark of respect to the man from Limerick. Today's music was written, performed, and produced by Rhino Allen. The story was researched and scripted by myself Oren. If you want to help support this podcast, you can buy us a coffee at www.buymeacoffee.com we the Irish or leave us a review on your podcast app Ornus Anum Dum, Gurvmogot, Sloninish.